This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to our discussion topic episode for the week. This week, we're going to do a, a special one. We're going to talk about our top three moments, or memorable moments, from Daly's Place, from the, I guess you would say, the pandemic era of AEW, from their 400 and something days they spent at, at Daly's Place. You think this is going to be a, a nice one, Sarah? I hope so. Probably be a little emotional, too. Uh, there's some 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 big moments, uh, some unforgettable moments that happened during this period. And we uh, not a period like three that three each. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's going to be tough. Three apiece, and no wild cards. We're going straight no. three. Stick to three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there just there's so many so many moments that are unforgettable during this time. Mm-hmm. It meant so much to so many people. So it's really going to be hard to narrow it down. I'll yeah. probably regret it afterwards because we really haven't put. A ton of thought into this. So afterwards, yeah. I'm sure I'll probably kick, kick myself because I'm like, oh, man, you forgot that one. But yeah. we're going to do it anyways. But before we get started, uh, don't forget to check out all of our other content. We do Dynamite reviews, previews and reviews of pay-per-views, Q&As, and discussion topics like you're hearing now. And starting August 13th or after August 13th, we will be having our Rampage reviews. So keep an eye out for all of our content that comes out each week. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. So, Sarah. Yes. Are you, re- are, are you ready to talk about some moments from Daly's Place? I'm so emotional, but yes, let's go. All right. Would you like to start this, or do you want me to? I'm going to talk about a sad moment. Okay, we'll let you start. John Moxley had his title stolen off him at Winter is Coming. Was that sad? Was it? Was yes. it sad, though? Yes. It was sad. It was annoying. It was all the negative mm, words. I'm not sure that was so sad. It's, uh, it was. It was that's, wrong, that's... and it was bad of Kenny Omega. That's very subjective. Because hmm. I see it different. Bad, Kenny it was, it bad, was bad. an emotion. It was an emotional night, but not in the way that you are saying it was. I remember cheering, jumping out of my chair when Kenny Omega won that title fair and square. Potato, in the potato, ring. whatever. It was sad. And Kenny Omega is a bad man. And he is the champion. And uh, not only the champion of AEW, he is the champion of Impact. He has the TNA belt. He has the AAA Mega Championship. Did I go on? Just, no. And he's also the champion of facial hair. Just, yeah, well, John Moxley has his own title, so, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I knew, I knew deep down that yeah. Omega was winning it. It's not yeah. that he won it, it's how he won it. I'm just disappointed in how he won it. And, um, yeah, it just wasn't fair. And 
Mark's deserved better end to his title reign, basically. That it was a, a, a and all joking aside, that was a big moment for AEW because yeah, a huge moment. Um, it, it not only was the end of Moxley's first reign with the title, which we assume he's going to have another one in front of fans. You better do. <laughs> um, if at he least he got his I title. At least he got his title win in front of fans. That was important. Yeah, uh, but I, I am very happy that happened. Yeah, but for the title to change hands the way it did on Dynamite, not on a pay per view, uh, mm. was was big, and it was a big moment for AEW and for Kenny Omega because it was the really the introduction of the brand new Kenny Omega that we have today, and the, the beginning of the Kenny Omega that we have today. It was, you know, love him or hate him, it's entertaining. Um, and the new super elite that is it everybody. is yes <laughs> yeah so it, it was the beginning of, of beginning of several things and the end of, of of a big thing with with yeah with john moxley losing that title i know it and it really was a sad moment for you it but was. it's uh it's got us to where we are today and, and uh, you know the stories that moxley and omega are on are pretty entertaining right now so i think i think we're in a good spot i'm just happy in the knowledge that he's gonna lose it soon (laughs) he is is. (laughs) i'm happy with that it's so weird for me because i will also be happy (laughs) if it's adam page and it will be adam page um i will i will be happy but i'll be sad to see uh kenny's reign come to an end i won't i shall Uh, rejoice I i shall put out banners and have a street party on my own because nobody else cares. <laughs> oh, just wearing your Moxley shirt. Oh, yeah. That's great. All my Moxley All right. shirts. I've got about five now. I know. Pick one. Pick one. <laughs> uh, All right. You know, What's yours? My first one is, it's, oddly enough, is going to ha- come from the same exact show that you're talking oh about. Oh, my God. That was Sting's debut. Of what a all moment. The, yes. There's were several debuts that took place during this era. And it's so weird having so many debuts. Because the thing is, AEW could have held off. They could have said, 100%. no, we're not going to, quote unquote, waste a debut with minimal fans or no fans. And there were fans present that night. Although minimal, I think they were running to like fifteen or twenty percent capacity, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but for them to still not, they held back some during this time. We know they did with some stories, but I think it was still important to give the fans that were watching and the fans, yeah. that were, the few fans that were able to attend, these special moments. And this was one of those moments. Uh, it was a big one for me because Sting was such a big part of my childhood, well, mm-hmm. my teenage years, watching wrestling. Him versus NWO was such a big thing. And to see him walking out on TNT again was awesome. It felt – it took me back. But, you know, but then again, it was a special moment now. But it also – I kind of became a teenager again for just a minute because I was marking out for Sting again. You know, it was – it was really cool. It was a cool moment. And those fans ate it up, too. And that helped, too. The fans that were there really embraced that. They went crazy. Um, so, yeah, just, just hearing that music, 
that new music that he has, which has already become iconic for me. You know, it's yeah. As soon as you hear it, you know it's Sting. And the snow yeah. falling was a nice touch. I mean, it was. I don't know. It was it was great. It was great. So mm. I'm sure you enjoyed it too. Oh, a hundred percent. I remember. Um, I remember because my mum, for some reason, was at my house in the morning when I was watching it. I think I had <laughs> the half like. I think my boiler was being fit. Like, it's such a random thing. But I, my mum was around because she knew the guys. And she decided that she would um, sit in my living room with me on her iPad doing something. And I remember <laughs> when um, that music hit and I was like, what? And then you saw the graphic come up with the word sting. And I just remember screaming my head off. Like... Oh my god, it's Sting! And I was screaming so much that even the boiler people like came into the living room, going, "Is everything all right?" Because I was just screaming, and I was just like, "It's Sting!" And they were going, "It's what?" Yeah. And I was like, it's... Yeah. "And like, I just—they've never ever like, you know, never had seen the same guys ever again." Regards to my boiler, yeah. and I've had it serviced, and um. <laughs> I We're not going think, back there again. I just think like that moment is just like iconic for so many reasons. And I think also like the bit that sticks in my head with it is when he went around the ring and stared everybody down. And that yes. moment when he locked eyes with Darby. You knew. I still have special. that moment. I think saved on my Instagram and on my phone. Like, and mm. as a highlight on my Instagram as well, it's still there because sometimes I just go back and rewatch stuff that just made me so happy. And I just watch that going, where we've come from that to where we're at now with them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Such a blessing. <clears throat> oh, yep. Good times. It's a big moment. It is a big, big moment. What is your second? My second memorable moment from Daly's Place. Oh my god, I have no idea. Why did I say only three? Um, I know it, it was her idea to do three. Just it was my there. idea because it's like I was like, if was we like, do, we're gonna like run out of things if I say more than three. I've got about torture. five already in my head. Um, okay, I'm gonna keep it along the lines of the belts. Um, Darby Allen winning that TNT belt. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my goodness, like the sheer, like the desperation of it and his face when he won it and he did it all on his own as well. Like, oh my goodness, like I want to forget what happened afterwards Um, really a lot where Team Taz just like, you know, threw him into a heater. Um, I want to forget that. (laughs) I just remember like his sheer, his face. Like, mm. and the crowd's reaction, yeah. and like, it just for everything that wrestling is, and we know what it is. Like, we're not like you know stupid or anything, but that was like so authentic. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. just, yeah. I got goosebumps from it. And it's it's another one of those moments where you easily felt like they could have first. Could have, should have, whatever, save that for a full crowd of fans because 
Darby winning his first title would have been a massive pop with a full arena, but they didn't. Um, and that's awesome that they still gave us stuff like that. Uh, I think there was a few fans, wasn't there? I think there might have been some from what I can remember. Even yeah. with like a 15% capacity. And you're right, there, there were fans there, uh, were some. But you, it's still one of those moments that you f- feel like would have the weight of the situation would have been even mm. greater with that pop from a full arena that you know he would have got instead of a thousand or how many were mm. there. Yeah. Just that impact. But it's it's still awesome that they you know, they didn't hold back on these these things. They gave us these these moments like this and that was a key moment because Darby Allen is gonna be a major player for AEW for yeah. as long as he can keep going. <laughs> as long as he can stay healthy. Let's just put it that way. As long um, as he doesn't actually go in a coffin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but he is going to be a major player. And that, that was his first title win. That was humongous. Yeah. And it happened during this era. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Good moment. Good moment. What's um, your second memorable moment? My second is going to be the first Stadium Stampede match. Oh, thank God you said it. I was like, please don't tell me, like, we're not going to talk about it. I know. That, it's, I think it's something that's going to be, you know, and the second one was great, too. Um, The first one, I still think, feels special because it was the first one. Mm. And it, it it was, the first one was more fun. Yeah. In quotation, than, than that second one. So I think that's what, makes it stick out to me uh, mm-hmm. because there's so many iconic moments whether it was whether it was hangman on the horse chasing sammy sammy getting <laughs> chased down by you know a golf cart or whatever the sammy just getting chased <laughs> hangman yeah hangman hanging out at the bar you know uh the one winged angel off out of the stands oh, into the tunnel i just crazy stuff it and the, the reason I think that it really feels so special because it's, it's something, you know, where we talked about Sting's debut, uh, uh, Darby's title win. Those are mm. things that would have happened regardless. Those are yeah. things we would have seen happen re- and they would have been cooler in front of fans. Stadium Stampede, if not for the pandemic, we don't have that. There's no, there's no Stadium Stampede, one or two, without the pandemic. And that doesn't mean I'm thankful for a pandemic. Good Lord, no. 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 I would erase that match if we could do away with the with, with the health issues. Uh-huh. Um, but there are still silver linings as, as far as from a yeah. from a wrestling perspective. And looking at all the big moments and fan reactions that we didn't have yeah. because of the, of the pandemic, this is something that we got that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And yeah. I think it's it will always be associated with the pandemic uh-huh. era because it is so specific and it made. It showed how creative AEW could be. Yes. And when they were put in that situation, what are you going to mm-hmm. do with something we can try? And they got, they went outside the box. If ever there was going outside the box, yeah. this was it. And it just showed how, when you put these creative minds together and give them the freedom to do something, it may sound crazy when you first hear it, but when you watch it happen, it was absolutely a work of art. Uh, a strange funny, awkward work of art 
that it was, but, but it was absolutely a work of art. It was so enjoyable. Yeah. Now you can talk about it. Now that I'll shut up. <laughs> I just, I like key moments from this that I remember is obviously Hangman on a horse. Like, yeah, I don't great. think you can ever get rid of that out of my I never brain. get tired of seeing that. No. Um, and like, <laughs> poor Sammy Guevara. He did a lot of cardio that day. Um, <laughs> it's just running back and forth, like Run. he just got over the horse, and now it's felt that. Bless him. Uh, yeah, and obviously, like the whole Matt Hardy thing in like yes the pool, and just through hearing, just hearing Ortiz going, I can't swim. <laughs> like I was like absolutely in hysterics. And uh, where my eyes kept changing gimmicks, and mm-hmm. also like the uh, highlight bit of where Hamam was fa- fighting Hager, and like literally got like suplexed onto a legitimate pool table. Like, ow! Um, and then uh, just like him and Kenny having that drink. And, oh like, yeah! Uh, I just also like from that. Can I just say? The moment a bit of milk got in with that whiskey, I genuinely wanted to be sick. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Milk and whiskey don't go. Um, uh, young Bucks doing stuff off the goal, like the football oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And that one winged angel, poor Sammy Guevara. He just went. That was it. He was up, then he was down. Oh. Sammy was, he was the MVP. Uh, to me of that it, it seems like he's been the MVP of so many things too oh it's, it's great to see and him now getting his a great, a great mention for Jericho getting run over by the lines thing that Hangman <laughs> had <laughs> that was great oh so and, and Jericho like, yeah. like doing that the, the, the Jews effect to the, the mascot man. yeah was, oh it, my just, goodness and then he wore the cone and did the witch laugh <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I I used that gif forever after that. For oh. I don't know, if, I just kept using it for random stuff. I was like, give me a reason to use that. It was just it so was great. Just like that entire like, if you want to call it a match, was just like yeah. pop central. Like you just couldn't. And also, I look like back to Hangman on the Horse. The Hangman, like Hangman on the Horse, just strolling around Daly's place inside. <laughs> Oh, in the tunnels, and yeah, and he then, just kind of and then he just around. got off the horse and expected the horse to stay. He just went stay. <laughs> yeah, and he got off uh, when he saw the bar. He was like, oh, "Yeah, bar. That's it. That's what I was looking for." Oh my goodness! Yeah, so yeah. We we could talk for an hour. We could do a whole oh, hour show on that. This like, match. on just that one match, actually, yeah. and like we had no expectations for it whatsoever and yeah. like that is like what i think makes you? it so yeah. memorable is just like they gave it the idea was given and everybody in Asia was like yeah we can do that and then those fans who were like okay i get it but i don't understand how this is gonna work um oh my god did it work oh my goodness yeah it is definitely an iconic moment for this period mm. for sure we may never see another Stadium Stampede match ever again hey, after that. If, second. if we yeah. do, 
we've got to have it in daily space. So don't anything any other NFL team will let <laughs> will let AEW run around their field. No, no. <laughs> have horse like shoe marks in the field and stuff like and they, they have to re-turf and stuff like that. Like, oh my god. They see AEW rolling into town. They're like, no, 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 Oh my goodness! All right, good stuff. This is gonna be your last one. Last one. I know. Last memorable moment of Daly's place. Why did I say only three? I know. Um, Makes it tough. I know. I'm just thinking of all the debuts. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, there were a ton of debuts. Do you know who I'm gonna Uh, choose? Are you gonna say Snoop Dogg? You're gonna say Snoop Dogg? No, God, no. Tyson? Um, never, no, never let them things happen again. Um, <laughs> they were memorable for the wrong reasons. They were, they were fun. They were oh, fun. I Just... hate stuff like that in my wrestling. I hate I it. Um, Shaq I did just enjoy got away Shaq. with it. Shaq I did enjoy Shaq. just got away with it for the fact that he actually did legit stuff. That's the only reason yeah. he got away with it. Um, that, that, okay. that ring, the bump into the table oh was nice. God, yeah. Go ahead. So go my... Ahead third memorable moment is a debut and I've got it. I know the bad guys I know but FTR turning up in that pickup mm, like that was just, nice just when they just because we knew that they'd left where they originally were and we really hoped they were going to turn up in AEW because it was like all the matches they could have there. And I think everybody wanted that books and FTR match. And that was like the dream thing. And it's been like a meme for like the elite forever. And um, mm-hmm. when they turned up, I just remember, because there was no crowd. There was no crowd no. for this, don't forget. And I just remember like, there was no crowd, but I just remember my brain going, I can hear a crowd pop. I can hear people mm-hmm. in like the living rooms or wherever they watch Dynamite just like losing their minds. Um, I lost mine that night. Because like that that yep. pickup truck then got used for quite a bit. It did. And I just, I'm sure we'll see it again too. Oh, and I just yeah. when they had that stare down yeah. and then they just kind of was like no, not yet type thing. And then don't forget them, like they then got into like the whole elite splitting up with Hangman thing, and mm-hmm. you know, like kind of getting into Hangman's head. Hangman costing the books like a match. Yep. Um. Oh my goodness, all that type of stuff. And we thought they were going to be friends with Hangman, but it was just like a double bluff. And then they got the belts of Hangman and Omega, and look where that led us. So and now the part of the pinnacle. The <laughs> now the part of the pinnacle, and they suit that as well. Yeah, oh. it, it was a big, uh, big, big debut. And you're right; like the crowd noise would have been insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you're right. Every, if everybody reacted the way I reacted when they showed up, yeah, they were <laughs> they were all losing their minds. Uh, that yeah. was such a big because tag team wrestling is so much at the forefront, right? Yeah, and that's so why I love to AEW. have 
to have that team. Yes, because I know your love for wrestling yeah. came from tag team wrestling. It did. That's where it it's did. that's where it started. So yeah. it's really important, and it hasn't seemed as important elsewhere. No, uh, and so it's it's a big thing for it to feel so important with AEW and for a tag team of the caliber of FTR to to debut. Uh, and it been like you said, it been so so much anticipated because of their online Twitter whatever feud mm. with with the young bucks, you know, there was that built in story coming into this. It was, yeah. it was so good to finally see them in AEW where you felt like they belong. So mm-hmm. it's like they were back home where they had never been before, but it's, yeah, this is their home. So, yeah. All right. My last one. Yeah. Uh, my last one had to be on here uh, because it was a show and not just, a particular moment, but a show that I can guarantee you every wrestling fan that watched that, they will never forget that night. And it was the Brody Lee. Oh my goodness. Oh, that that lives in my head forever. I have never watched a wrestling show the way I watched that that night. And I've, I've seen shows following the death of a wrestler before um, mm. where they pay tribute to to him but I've never seen a company um, honor somebody in that way and he deserved every bit of that yeah. his family uh, needed every bit of that I, f- yeah. I feel like they did it. and the fans needed that too uh, it's not just something I think that just a video package no. would do the fact that they put together that whole show and everybody's the, the wrestlers just seeing the emotion on their faces. It, you felt every bit of that. It felt like yeah. you really did watching it. And I, I know like the next day after watching it, I was trying to tell people about it and even trying to talk about it. I was getting choked mm-hmm. up then. It, it just was that show was so heavy. Yeah. Uh, and it was so, I'd say uncomfortable to watch. Um, because you know we talked about how you know wrestling is an escape. Yeah, you get two hours to escape, but there was no escape in that emotion that night, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like an escape, but it was still something we needed to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was is something that uh, I honestly, honestly, I, I I don't know if I'll ever watch, if I'll ever feel that way watching anything on TV again. It's it's no. Um, Awesome that they gave him and his family that night and the wrestlers and us, but it's not anything I will ever want to experience again. So. No. First of all, it was like the whole, like, like Brody Lee and stuff. It's just one of them mm. where when he came into AEW, like, because of who he was mm. and what he had, you know, not been through is probably the wrong word, but how he hadn't been kind of probably used in wrestling properly yeah. for a while. I think it's the best way to say it. Um, when he came in as the exalted one, the leader of the Dark Order, I don't, we all expected like this amazing debut and it wasn't with a crowd, which still to I this know. day really, really upsets mm. me just thinking about that. Um because he was like, supposed to debut in his hometown, too. Yeah, That's what exactly. makes it even and worse. 
you can just yeah. imagine what it would have been like. Like, thankfully, we've got imaginations that can help us with that. But yeah, um, just knowing that he had all this like prospect and all this stuff that he could do, and how much his Mister Brody Lee character just from the get go had such like a massive impact. Like we've talked about people debuting. Um, so much, um, you know, on this uh, podcast, on uh, Dynamite reviews that we've done, on, like, you know, other stuff. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a debut, let alone in, like, a normal kind of time in wrestling, more so in the pandemic era, where it's just from the start was hot fire it was just mm-hmm. insane how good it was like yeah. did not miss a beat at all like when yeah. he kind of um had it where he had the tnt belt and he got that off cody and mm-hmm. when they attacked the nightmare family and yeah. he left that bits of that title over Bell. cody <sighs> Oh my goodness. I just, just absolute sheer genius. And from that to bringing the Dark Order to what we love now as the Dark Order. Like when he got the Dark Order, it was like a broken thing. Like no one was for it because it was just not so much their fault, but a lot of them guys had been indie wrestlers, never been on TV. They didn't have that experience behind them put him with them for straight away and within what one to two weeks they mm-hmm. were over it was sorted yeah. it was fixed you can't understand like how much like that would have been difficult for anybody else but he managed it bringing Anna Jay in like yeah. Anna Jay when she started I didn't understand what was going yeah. on Anna Jay yeah. now, I can't even imagine her as anything else apart of that dog older at the moment. She's yeah. so good. Um, he definitely became he t- their com- their compass. 100%. I mean, he literally he gave them 100%. direction. He, he um, his BT stuff. My goodness, <laughs> his BT stuff. That was so papers. Good. Like seriously, like I've tweeted so many times after BT, like. The Dark Order just gives me happy feelings. Yeah. Because it was just so wholesome. Like, the Dark Order were heels, but you felt bad for the actual Dark Order members. Like, they got bullied by this guy, but he he was loved. He created Um, sympathy for them. Exactly, exactly. And, like, I just... He was the one, along with Tony Khan, that um, told John Silver, like, what you're doing in BTE, you should be doing out there. Like, this is, yeah. you're so good at this. And it he, worked. he got John Silver that coat. And I, oh, it was just, it's, and at the tribute show, yeah. when I, Eric Warren came out and John Silver, yeah. Alex Reynolds, and Hangman broke down with him, I literally mm. was crying. And don't forget, I watched yeah. this in the morning. And I remember, like, the night before saying, I can't believe tomorrow I am going to be watching this wrestling show 
and I want to watch it, but at the same time, I yeah. don't want to believe this is true because it feels like it was just out of literally nowhere. Because he'd been gone for so yeah. long, and then we were just yeah, we were just waiting to hear the news yeah. of when he's coming back. He's coming exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. I remember, like in press conference and stuff. Everybody was asking Tony Khan, when's Brody Lee coming back? He's like, oh, no, no, don't worry, he'll be back soon, he'll be back soon. It's like, oh, great. And then we found that out, like, the awful news. And what I think makes it, like, just makes it more impactful is Brody Lee Jr. in the ring with his dad's mm-hmm. boots. Like, and yeah. I'm sorry, but how AEW took the Hoover family in. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful. Like, I know so many people are going on Twitter, like, Oh, they're completely like, you know, using a kid's grief. They're not. Like, they're not. Like, Brody Jr. wants this. I don't think his mom would let him participate no. if he didn't want to. Like, let the kid, like, have some joy and light in his life. I, th- I poss- think if the fans could see more of what happens backstage with him, yeah. how more of a family feel it is for him. I think but they I would don't think know if diff- it's, differently of it. I don't know if it's because I follow his mum on Instagram. Okay. And I follow a lot of the wrestlers on Instagram. And there is so yeah. much that they do with him and yeah. like different wrestling schools and you know, stuff like that where his mum is filming it. She is there with him a hundred percent. She's with him yeah. at every day. Any time that he goes, she's there. Yeah. So I think you should let a mother decide if her child's, you know, happy or not, not some general public on the internet. Exactly. Um, like, you know, back off. But also yeah. what's really sad is all the prospect that Brody Lee had in AEW, it was just gone. And oh. imagine oh. what he could be doing. It's just, it's so, but, so sad. Yeah. And that they could not have put together a better tribute than they did that night. That's why it's it is so special and unfortunate that it had to happen. Uh, definitely, I the fact that it had to happen was sad, and the show itself was sad. But it was so memorable and so needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm so I'm so thankful that that they were able to put together that kind of show. And I'm also behind. so thankful that Broadley came into AEW because without uh, him. Yes. I don't think the Dark yep. Order would be there. I also don't think the TNT belt would be as special. And it, it's he made yeah, that I belt. Think, and he impacted so just so many lives he impacted that he wouldn't yeah. have impacted had he not joined AEW. The, just just the the friendship they the friendships he made and the knowledge he passed along to a lot of those mm-hmm. guys that are invaluable. I think of people like John Silver. I just you know. I know the time he that those guys got to spend with Brody Lee it made them better because of it, um, mm-hmm. and I'm th- I'm thankful we just got to watch him for the time. We yeah, because that's what we uh, we do as fans we get to enjoy his work, and yeah. uh, we got to enjoy that uh, for the the little time he was here with Aiden. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, wow. R.I.P. Brody. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um. So those are our three. Um, special moments, favorite moments, uh, memorable most moments. memorable moments. Yes, from from the Daily's Place pandemic era of AEW, and it's so hard to narrow it down. I literally, um, 
I, I could have mentioned Santana Ortiz, best friend, street fight. Yeah. Uh, See, this is where we're sneaking those extra ones. <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, Stadium Stampede 2, uh, the Young uh, Bucks winning the tag titles. Uh, <laughs> my, my God, we're cheating. We're so cheating. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody, don't, don't, don't get mad because I'm saying Cody Rhodes. Let me finish. Um, Cody Rhodes open TNT title run because that yes. brought us Ricky Starks. That Ricky brought us Stark, Eddie, Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yes. Oh, we got yes. to see Warhorse. I mean, there's yes. so many cool moments that happened during that run. So that run itself yes. gave us a lot of things. So you got to give yes. Cody props. I'll give say Cody props you. Say, say, say thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody. You still wind me up. Um, also, we got Anthony and Gogo. Yes, we did. See, I'm still, we're just, say, okay. say thank you, say thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. There you go. <laughs> You're such Don't a start idiot. that with me again. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah, some fantastic moments. Yeah. Uh, some, some fun. Uh, some emotional. Um, yes. but, but all of those were memorable moments yes. from, uh, an era of AEW that were, we were unfortunate to have to have, uh, yes. but also a moment that showed us, uh, I guess just how important wrestling is to us. 100%. If you're listening to this, I know to me and you, uh, that, yeah, this, this, this two hours of escape that we had during the pandemic era was very, very important. Some mm-hmm. more important to some than others, but yeah. still important to everybody. So we hopefully, hopefully you enjoy this. We would love to hear your favorite moments. Yes. I know everybody's got favorite moments from this era of AEW. Yes. So Let please share those in the comments. Moments, your yes. best moments, worst moments if you want. I mean, don't want to be negative. Absol- but, absolutely. You know, feel free. Uh, but yeah, let um, us know because there is literally it's literally yeah. almost a year of wrestling you can go through. Um, I just I just I just know somebody's gonna leave a comment of something of a moment and I'm gonna go, dang it, i I forgot that There's one. So, ah, it should so have been much. on there. Yes. So so, so. there's even yeah. stuff like more recently that we could have used, but oh, oh. yeah. Oh Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Oh exactly. see, see. Already, already. Sting, I'm, I'm reading Sting, the comments before they happen. Sting and Derby with Ricky Starks and in the Brian warehouse Cage thing. In the warehouse. Yes. Uh, see. Uh, okay. We're gonna have to stop. <laughs> so yeah, we we hope you enjoyed this. Um, yeah, don't forget to to follow the channel on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us at UTX the Beard. You can. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play. You can. You can follow her at strange underscore pixie you can we hope you enjoyed it y'all be good out there and be good to each other and we will see you on the next one bye